<laughs> okay. All right. Um, your shoes. This the platform is so tall. I love it. It's like resting on my shin. On your shin. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of According to Your Wife. <laughs> it's according to my wife. That's the name oh, of the that's, epi- right. that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not your. It's. I mean, it is according to my wife. Yeah. So okay, that's true. <laughs> the way you said it wasn't grammatically incorrect. Okay. But. Hello and welcome to another episode of According to My Wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that as an intro. That's weird. <laughs> just, uh, just it sounds too like radio monotone. I don't know, just, you know, this is a podcast, man. This is not a radio program. I was just trying to be professional. We are professional. Look at us. Look how professional we look. Very true, yeah. I've never looked more professional in my life in this green hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I can't tell if this is the right... It's fine. Yeah. I do you not feel good about it? No, I feel okay. I just want to make sure it's picking up my voice Oh, it's picking properly. up your voice. It okay. is. Yeah, it's very... It's proper. Okay. It's proper. Good. These are amazing microphones. This yeah. is industry standard podcast and radio microphone Ooh, okay when i was on the radio a couple weeks ago this is the microphone what yes all right i told you i know what i'm doing here with audio I recording mean, yeah i've been recording audio for 20 years yeah babs 20 years all right no one cares but no. i have been doing that okay so these are good it's definitely picking up your voice just fine good and uh i think if you listen to our podcast you would agree the audio quality is pretty good I've listened to quite a few. I th- I actually think I've listened to all of them. I certainly hope you have. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. It's only 12 episodes, which I don't know, only 12. That's a lot of episodes. Is this 13? This is 13. Ooh. Ooh, is this the lucky one or the unlucky one? I don't know. We'll Did we see. get a divorce after this podcast? It's is that very sp- likely. Yeah, there's yeah. a real chance that that could happen. Yeah. Um we're recording in the morning again. Yeah, which is not bad. No, it's not bad. It's a lot better today than last week after, you know, a bottle of wine each. Yeah, we drank quite excessively last week. Yeah. But now, now we are on a 30-day challenge. Challenge. No booze. No booze. For 30 days and going to the gym every day. And healthy for 30 diets. Days and healthy diets. That's right. Although that wasn't really necessarily discussed. Well, the it's initial just challenge, implemented. I mean, it's kind of like a no-brainer. The initial challenge was no booze and the gym every day. Yeah, but I feel like you have to incorporate like a healthy diet if you're going to achieve anything. Yeah, or going to the gym is totally pointless. Yeah, exactly. If we go to the gym every day, but I just eat pizza and Del Taco, yeah. it makes no difference. No, so today will be day seven straight of yep. going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I finally feel really good. Good, me too. Yes, it took a while. There were days where I was like, I don't want to go. Like, this is stupid and I hate the gym. But after I leave the gym, Mm -hmm. I feel amazing. The gym sucks. The gym sucks. The first, like, 15 minutes at the gym, you're like, I hate this. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Exercise is dumb. I'd rather be fat and die younger. Yes. And then after that first 15 minutes, you're like, all right, this isn't that bad. You know, it's funny when you get older and you start to gain a little bit of weight. It's, like, a little bit harder to get that weight off. Mm -hmm. You know, we're pushing 40. Yeah. And it's we're finally at that point in our lives where our bodies are like gonna hold on to this little bit of chub that Dude. you've acquired and it's it doesn't want to let go no it does not it it's sticks weird. to the bones it does yeah, yeah. I, i've i've always had i always had like lightning fast metabolism oh me forever. too i literally could eat whatever i wanted yeah. all the time didn't matter and i was always thin but i also think i, I like you had a lot of energy like as yeah. a younger child yeah. or well teenager. yeah even as a young adult yeah i mean i think uh well i skateboarded forever so for me that was kind of like 
that was kind of how I stayed in shape a little bit, mm-hmm. which is funny because I didn't ever realize that. I never thought about oh, what yeah. I was doing as being like a physical activity as yeah. like exercise. I mm-hmm. just liked skating. Yeah. And, and I and I shredded, dude. Well, same with like going out and hanging out with friends, like as a teenager and a young adult, like it made me realize like we were on the go all the time. Constantly. Here, there, wherever. Yeah. And it's not like most of it didn't involve sitting around eating food. So no, it it's doesn't. Like, you know, that's why I was probably so thin. Like right. we were just always on the go. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's that's well, and also I just think when you're younger, you just have a faster metabolism. It mm-hmm. just moves through your body quicker. And now we're getting up there and it's not it's a little slow. The metabolism yeah. is a little slow. Yeah. I would have expect it's funny because I feel like I'm gonna get results at the gym like quickly. Mm-hmm. Like we've now today will be day seven. So we've gone six days in a row. Yeah. And I thought I would have shed a couple pounds yeah. already. No. I think we both each gained a pound. Well, I lost a I lost a pound or something at first, like a pound, maybe two pounds. Yeah. And then I gained a pound back. Yeah. But it's almost like, am I even why should why am I even measuring in like singular pound even, increments? Like I'm not I, even it's looking not, at the the scale. It's right not now. even substantial until you've lost like ten pounds or yeah. something. But I feel better already. I, that's what I was gonna say is like I am feeling better. There's yeah. less like bulkiness in my clothing, mm-hmm. which is a huge, huge thing. I just feel like that's I don't know. I feel like your body just like you need to like get rid of some of that, like the bloating and whatever else your body is doing when you're not eating healthy. And like that was actually that's for me, that's the biggest thing is like I've noticed like I'm not puffy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I feel I feel like I look better. I feel skinny, but I'm not on the scale. There's no evidence. Yes, no. The number doesn't back up how I feel. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But uh, is it really the number? Is the number the important part? No, I'm learning that it's not because I have gained, I weigh more than I probably ever did as a as an adult, like mm-hmm. a younger adult. But I have to admit that I don't mind it. I just want to like be in shape. Like yeah. I don't care if I maybe shed like 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be like appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm, I've learned that as an adult, like I am like a little curvier than Mm -hmm. I ever thought I was in the past. And because of that, like, I think it's okay to like have a little bit of meat on my bones and like accept that because it's not, it's, it's how my body is supposed to look. You know what I mean? I agree. I think, uh, there was, there was at least one period where you were a little too thin. I was obsessed with being healthy and I didn't know that that's what it was. I didn't know. Well, I think you were just obsessed with being skinny and like, no, it actually wasn't skinny. I literally was like, I can't eat this. I, it's not healthy. I can't eat that. That's not healthy. It's not organic. It's not this. It's not that. It was so crazy in my head that I like wasn't allowing myself to do anything fun food wise because I was so obsessed with it being not good for my body. Right. And which to the point it came to a point where it was like, that's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. Being too healthy can be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It was like obsessive. Yeah. I mean, and you gotta have, you have to enjoy living at least a little bit. Yeah. And for you, for, for us, I think food has always been a big part of that. Like when we celebrate, we go out and celebrate mm-hmm. with a good dinner. Yeah. I love food. Yeah. I mean, if you've, if you've seen my TikTok, you know, I love food. Yeah. I ate so many tacos, but I can't, it's just, it's tough to do that now. Here, but here's one of my main motivations with going to the gym is to be able to occasionally eat like shit yeah. and live life a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on right now, but I have this, I have this like weird obsession with like 
thinking about how I used to be just carefree in the past. You're like obsessed with it. It's I can't get it out of my head. I just yeah. there was these there were these times in my life where it just nothing seemed too important. Yeah. And maybe that was a problem. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have been living like that, but yeah. I think back about that now and I'm like, I used to just be able to just smoke weed and chill, kick it with the homies, eat whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. Drink and not all those things are bad. They're self-destructive. I know they are. But like I so desperately want to be self-destructive again. But I'm at the age now where I know like it could kill me now. Yeah. Because now we're we're at that point now where people, you know, some people we know are having serious health problems or pass away because of like yeah. bad decisions that they made yeah. throughout their lives that they didn't correct. Mm -hmm. I definitely know some people that are struggling with health issues. Yeah. People I went to high school with, people I knew when I was younger and. It's crazy. It it's is crazy because that's where we're getting to in our lives where it's like, okay, when you start getting to a certain age, like you need to start taking care of yourself. If yeah. you don't, then it's literally just, you're just going downhill, like for yeah. the remainder. Like once you get a certain point, like it's really hard to like undo a lot of that. So if you're like in your mid forties and you haven't started changing your lifestyle, like it's even harder than it's so hard. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. I feel like I when you're younger, I feel like some of this stuff, like going to the gym and like being fit and all that stuff, I feel like maybe not all of it. Some people are just aware that it's just a healthier way to live, but I think like a lot of it is vanity related. People yeah. want to have, want to have a nice body. They want yeah. to look good with their shirt off, that type yeah. of stuff. But then when you get a little bit older, going to the gym and maintaining a healthy lifestyle and being more fitness oriented is about maintenance and preservation. Yeah, yeah. Because now absolutely. we're like now it's like all right, I don't want to be. You see some people who are in their in their, you know, let's say late sixties, early seventies, who are just falling apart. And then, and then you, you see, see some others, people yes. yeah, who are who are really well yeah. put together and yeah. are still fully there mentally and physically yeah. into their later days. Like your mom and my grandpa buddy. Yeah, perfect They're examples. such great example. Like Grandpa yeah. Buddy's and he just turned 80. 80. Would you ever imagine? I would have never thought he was 80. It's amazing. If you would have asked me how old I thought he was, I would have been like, eh, like late 60s, early early 70s. Yes. That dude is 80. 80. And he and is still just, kicking, dude. Yes. He is like on fire. Like on he's, fire. Yeah. He doesn't just sit around and do nothing. Like that no. guy is constantly moving, constantly doing things. He's chasing squirrels off. Yeah. <laughs> he's yes. giving peanuts to Blue Jays. Yep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy yeah. is living life. He is. he is. He is. But yeah, that's how. But also, here's where I'm torn. I'm torn because I'm like, okay, how much more time am I going to gain for myself by being so focused on See, not doing the fun things or the enjoyable things that life has to offer? Am I going to get to a point in my life, my older days, where I go, I still had a lot in me to have fun and enjoy life, yeah. and I chose not to? Am I going to well, regret that? Because I want to just... I want to be able to have a cocktail. I want Listen, to be able to smoke a cigar. I think you're overanalyzing and obsessing on a, a very finite part of this whole process. I think that you, in the long run, because you will potentially avoid having a heart attack at 40 or avoid having diabetes by the time you're 50, I think those are the things you need to focus on and not like, what kind of fun did I miss out on? Maybe like every few months you need to get blacked out, wasted, smoke yeah. one cigarette, puff of a joint and eat like four tacos. I wish I could. Yeah. The problem is, the problem is, is I know I have self-control issues with all of those things. Yeah. Except alcohol. For some reason, alcohol, I've never had a, a, a problem with self-control. Yeah. I can drink casually and socially and not just like go off the deep end. If I were to, I haven't smoked weed in about three and a half years now. Mm -hmm. If I were to take one hit of a joint, one time, 
like even even at like an environment that's not like a regular environment because that's how it happened last time. I took one hit of a joint at a Chance the Rapper concert at Red Rocks, mm-hmm. and it was the greatest concert that I've ever seen in my life. Because you were stoned. It was really good in general. Chance oh, the Rapper okay. is like he's the that guy is almost like a modern day Michael Jackson. The guy is just wow. an insane live performer, just so good. But that joint, I mean, really, really, really amplified it a yeah. lot. And I was like, <laughs> and then, and then this is, I have this like cyclical thing in my mind where I'm like, where I'm like, oh, I can smoke weed. I, I, it just has to be in a certain environment. It's okay if I smoke weed to amplify the environment. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, or like increase like the, the intensity of the experience that I'm having. I'm like, if I'm at a concert, I'm at a concert. I'm not. I'm not at work. Yeah. I'm not doing something terribly important. I'm here physically at this place no matter what. What difference does it make if I'm stoned to, like, increase the experience or not? And then I start going, well, well, but I could do that on the weekend, too, when I'm just at home. And then all of a sudden. Well, that's that's when you have developed a problem. I know. I have, the- I have that addictive. Per- and weed is one of those things. I have that addictive yeah. personality. And so is food. I cracked the seal, and that's why I haven't been going out and eating tacos recently. Because I know once I crack the seal, it's game over. Yeah, I'm gonna be back to eating. When I was doing those TikTok videos, and look, a lot of it was because I was getting I was gaining traction, and it was working online. Ironically, still the most successful thing I've ever done on the internet is make taco videos for TikTok. So random. It's so random. Um, but I would I would go hit three four places a day. Just, wow. And I would go, oh, wow, wow. I'm getting... are you serious? Yeah, there were times where... A me... day? Yes. There was one time where it was like, we hit like taco rock bottom. Me and Jeremy went out, we went to all these places, and the last place we went to was a taco stand under a freeway bridge. That might be the best taco stand ever, though. I mean, it was good, but it was also like, it also felt like just one of those like montages of like people doing drugs and slowly sliding downhill. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden we're just, we're under a bridge with tacos. Like wow. what has happened in our lives? Yeah. But a lot of that, I was like, I told him I justified it by going, same thing. It's this justification process. I was like, Oh, I'm doing it for content. I'm making money off TikTok doing this. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, I, I liked it. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. And I have self-control issues. Yeah. So it just, it slides downhill. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I have to, I don't know, this thing that we're doing right now, maybe mm-hmm. we even just continue it longer well, than 30 I, days. Because even a 30 day challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was realizing I was setting these small goals. And then once I hit the goal, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. But I, I can't so be done. For me, this 30 day challenge is more about a jump start in getting myself to feeling better and like losing a little bit of weight. Yeah. But after the 30 days is over, like I don't plan on just like going right back to not ever working out like this is kind of my way of jump starting and then after the 30 days we can kind of incorporate a little bit more of like a maybe four days a week instead of every right. single day because it is kind of hard to get into the gym every single day for 30 days it's hard yeah um, but it's important because i want to get that like routine kind of like in my brain that like we've got to do this um I think that's what the 30 days is. Like it's it is. The, the jump it's to start, create it's, that routine inside your, your yeah. mind. And well, your, and it's to break down that barrier of yeah. like getting like just physically going to the gym and even walking inside when you haven't been in a while. Sometimes yeah. it's like it feels foreign or intimidating a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah. then 
when you go so many times like that in a row, you kind of you break that down. Yeah, like yesterday was the first time that I've ever like really felt comfortable where I was like, I don't even like I'm not even focusing on anything else. Nobody else. Nothing right. that's going on. Like I'm just focusing on myself, even at a point where like I finished before you had finished mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like walking around just like dude to do. Yeah. I didn't care. I didn't really feel it. Like, I didn't have that like weird like everyone's staring at me and I'm uncomfortable and I don't want to be here. Like, yeah, I felt when, fine. When, when you first start going, it's a very <clears throat> weird kind of self-conscious experience. Yeah. That, yeah, you're like, you're like, I look dumb. I'm, I'm the out of shape guy. Yes. I'm the out of shape person in the gym. Everyone here is in shape. Look yes. at them. They're doing goblin squats or like whatever. I don't even know what that is. It's just, you can tell there's, when you first start going, you're like, Oh, these people are advanced. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You see like these people that just they're very fit and very fit bodies or they they look strong or they're squatting like three hundred pounds, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I'm over here. I'm the I'm the I'm the weak person yeah. here. But then when you start to get used to it, you're like, Oh, everybody's at a different phase, a different point, and like no one cares. And they're all just focused on what they're doing exactly. and what they're trying Which to do. Which is what I've kind of Same started thing. doing. Yeah, like, exactly. Literally, I was like, I did the stair thing for only five minutes because it's freaking hard yeah but then i afterwards i was like i don't care like and no one no else one, cares either yeah no one was like hey uh you only did it for five minutes yeah literally no one cares no, no one's paying attention so it doesn't matter especially at planet fitness because yeah. nobody wants to be at planet fitness yeah it's just what we all can afford i don't care it's so not the last that bad thing, so the last thing we're gonna do is judge people who are there yeah no it's really not that bad yeah to be honest i actually I mean, kind of like it because you're getting like a different vibe like i don't want to go to a place where people are like super crazy like gym people where it's like this is a, a way of life and this is a, you know what i mean like planet I don't... fitness feels a little more like working class yes. regular people yes you know it's it's not so because for a while i had a 24-hour fitness membership mm -hmm. and honestly comparatively it's not even that much nicer of a gym yeah like in general some places they have like pools and stuff like that but sorry but for the most part I didn't like that gym. Yeah. I didn't like it because there were, you know, there were dudes there in like the in like the super skinny whatever tank tops that are all jacked and yeah. they're grunting and gym, <laughs> and I just I didn't like that. Yeah. Planet Fitness felt a little more like, oh, these are like these are regular people. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Like these are the people that will also be eating at the Chipotle across the parking lot. Yeah. You know? You know, also something that's been really helping and I don't really I'm not like afraid to like say things like this. And I, I think it's actually important to be open about things, but you know, like I was taking antidepressants for anxiety for, mm -hmm. I counted it was 14 months. Mm -hmm. I've successfully weaned myself off. And I actually have to say that going to the gym every day has been so helpful for like mental health. Yeah. I never realized that I never understood like what is the connection there, but it actually like really helps. And I'm like feeling so good. And I definitely like encourage anyone that maybe is like suffering from wanting to like stop taking something mm -hmm. like definitely incorporate like a healthier lifestyle and you will see a huge change. Yes. Yeah, that endorphin release. It is. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that just when you sit around and you're stagnant and 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 you're uh, and you're not moving and you're mm -hmm. sedentary, like it's easier for you to just kind of get lost in your own brain and your own thoughts. Totally. And when you're active and you're busy, mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why I'm obsessed with being busy so much. Yeah. I feel like if I sit down and I overthink things, like mm -hmm. it just it makes me not want to do things. I'll talk myself out of doing certain things. Yeah. Where otherwise, if I'm just if I'm busy and I know I'm staying active, mm -hmm. like everything physically, 
you know, uh, career-wise, goal-wise, all that stuff, as long as I, I keep moving, yeah, I don't slow down. But the second I stop moving, all of a sudden it's like I second-guess a lot of things. Yeah, I actually like staying busy myself. I get really bored if if there's nothing to do. Even a simple thing as, like, running, like, two errands, like right. the grocery store and another store or right. whatever. Like, that is a great way for me to, like, not be sitting. Because yes. once I'm, like, at home sitting, I feel like – what do I do? And then I like kind of want to like snack while mm -hmm. I watch something. And so that's also something I'm learning too is like to not allow yourself to get in those like modes where yeah. you're like just sitting there thinking like I'm reading that book about I don't even know what it's called, yeah. but about like good healthy habits. And that's one thing they say is keep yourself busy. Even if you're like sitting around doing nothing, right. watching TV, crochet, do a puzzle, do right. whatever, right. keep your hands busy. That way, instead of wanting to snack, you're focusing on something else while you're like watching something or whatever. I feel like that's why, like, even though we've been going to the gym, why I haven't lost any pounds? Because yesterday I ate a whole bowl of hot Cheetos while I was sitting there watching TV. Yeah. Didn't need to do that. No. Really didn't. Well, then allow yourself to have just the serving size. Look on the back and see what the serving size is. Have you ever looked at a serving size of hot Cheetos? It's like, it's 12. like seven. Oh. <laughs> you're like, that's not satisfactory yeah. at all. Well, then I would give myself eight. But then you think about, then you think about, the amount of servings mm -hmm. that you've had sometimes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, for the longest time, never even thought about that. Yeah. One of the last times when I was in Colorado trying to lose weight, I thought I would get, I was getting those salad kits, mm -hmm. right. You know, like the full salad in a yeah. bag. And, uh, and I would just make the whole salad. Yeah. It's really more like two or three servings. I huh? just made the whole salad and it's like three and a half servings. Yeah. And then I was looking at it. I was like, I just ate, three and a half people's worth of salad. <laughs> and that was, I, I was like, is that healthy? I and don't then, know. And then you start doing the math. You start multiplying by like three. And, and I'm like, oh, this is not good at all. Yeah. I'm supposed to eat. I would make the giant bowl, yeah. like the whole salad bowl. Yes. And I'd eat the whole salad. That's pretty funny. I thought it was good though. I was like, I'm eating salad. Yeah. I was like, there's nothing wrong with eating lots of salad. Is there? Apparently. Apparently there, there is. can be. I think mostly what it is, is the, uh, the dressing. Yeah. Okay, that's enough about all that. What are we learning about today, Babs? Okay, so today we're going to learn about the history of the toilet. The history of the toilet. Yes. Okay. So, okay, the reason I chose We're back this... on farts and poop again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me just say that for some reason on my Pinterest, I came across, like, really cool, pretty toilets that I, like, didn't... Oh, yeah, I've seen you sharing these toilets. On my stories yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. yeah so... Uh, I They're like Gucci toilets. They're so cool. Yeah. They're the prettiest toilets I've ever seen. And I just like, I don't know. I just thought they were so neat. So I wanted to like share those with people. And like, I was surprised that some people would like write me and be like, that's the coolest toilet I've ever seen. And like, so our friend Whitney yes. actually wrote me and she said something about like, or she commented on my story a little while back and was like, I feel a toilet episode coming up. And I, w I told her, I was like, that's a great idea. And now here we and are. And here we are. Thanks, yeah. Whitney. Thank you, Whitney. Thanks, Whitney, again, because that's how we met. Yes. We met through Whitney. We did meet through Whitney. Yeah. Yes. So here we are. Here Whitney we are. Is, is still influencing our lives. Yes. Uh, I don't okay. know if that's actually a full circle, but... Okay, but how how rare is it that you see a toilet that's not just a standard white toilet? So that's actually something that was intriguing to me when I came across these toilets on Pinterest. And mm -hmm. I was like, wait a second. They don't have to just be like a basic white, boring toilet. Like you can have like terracotta looking toilets mm -hmm. or like cool paintings on toilet. Like they are just, I should actually post some of those in our stories um, I remember on Instagram at, so people at, know um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, you should. <clears throat> at uh, at Modus's house, Modus's mom had a black toilet. 
Wow. Yeah. And it always tripped me out because it was something that I never just never thought about ever. Yeah. And I remember the first time being there, I was like, you got a black toilet. dude. (laughs) It's so weird. It's it's not, though. It shouldn't be weird. It's not or it shouldn't be. But it is because. Yeah. Why are the Why is the standard white of all colors, too? I'm sure there's a reason which I don't get into. Well, I'm sure maybe it's like a cleanliness thing for bleach and stuff, but yeah, like maybe, yeah, yeah. But it's also like ceramic, so it's like or porcelain. I don't know. I feel like one of the first things that we will get if we ever somehow get money is a cool toilet. Oh, absolutely. And I'm on board. Yeah, I'm. Totally I want on cool board. toilets in yeah. every room. Yeah, or bathroom, not in room. every room. No, <laughs> I want a cool toilet in the corner of the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> I want one in the closet. I yeah, want one in the kitchen. Okay, so the history of the toilet. All right. Everybody uses a toilet, and for as long as there have been people urinating and defecating, there have been forms of toilets. Today, we are going to learn a little bit about those ancient commodes. Starting in Pompeii, after the destruction of the city of Pompeii from the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, archaeologists have unearthed 15 toilets inside the upper floors of some of the homes there. While their toilets were private, their waste all collected into a stinky cesspit. Sewer systems had been created in that time, but only to carry away excess rainwater and not human waste. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's gross. Yeah. I, I think about, you're obsessed with the 1800s and you always talk about how if you could time travel, that's where you would go back to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't. There's no like real working plumbing in the eh, U.S. That's not true. Well, I mean, oh, for the in most, the U.S. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for the most part, because yes. I know you when you say when you say 1800s, you're talking yeah. about like the West or whatever. I, to some degree, the, I mean, London in the 1800s would be cool too. Right, but you're obsessed with like the Oregon Trail and like pioneer life, pioneer, yeah, yes. pioneer life, yes. which is which is uniquely american 1800s absolutely yeah outhouses stuff yeah, like that that's true I'm like, see i don't ugh. think about all those little details when i think 1800s i'm like oh i want to wear cool clothes i think about those details yeah so me and me and uh me and <clears throat> excuse me me and Soph are playing the last of us it's a you know for anyone who doesn't know it's an apocalypse game mm-hmm. and we would we were just talking about it yesterday we we're just like imagine how bad the apocalypse smells oh yeah because there's no like there's no like nothing. running plumbing yeah. everything it was just like imagine Ew. the flies the insects Ew. yeah and sophie was like you could literally be eaten by a zombie and you're worried about flies and the smell i'm like yeah i would notice that do zombies go to the bathroom i don't know that's an existential question we had an idea we had an idea of we want to incorporate all modern pop popular types of movies yeah crossovers with zombies so like Forrest Gump zombie. Well, they've kind of done that with some things. There's like Pride and Prejudice, like zombie version. Right. There's a few. There's like Abraham Lincoln, like the, Vampire Slayer. Yeah. There's or something. There's a few, but like I almost think it would be like okay, like like '80s teen movie, right? Like those old like John Landis movies. Zombies. I think it's actually John Hughes. John Hughes. John Landis. Someone else. Uh, John Hughes. The old John Hughes movies. Zombies. Like Breakfast Club. <laughs> the bre- I was just going to say The Breakfast Club. But with zombies. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, toilets. So anyway, yeah, where did that come from? I don't know. Medieval- this is what we do here. We yeah. tangent. We go hard, hard left. Uh, medieval castles had several bathrooms with a toilet similar to what we would all be used to today, except instead of a sewage system, the waste would fall down a long shaft down the exterior of the castle and into a moat or rivers. Can you imagine that just dumping and just like you're just 40 walking feet? by and you there's just something sliding down the castle wall? I just think it would be weird to just like that's you like you're way up here 
and you just you dump and it just falls 40 feet yes i don't know other castles had internal shafts that left all the waste at the bottom for some poor soul to clean out this unfortunate job title was called a gong farmer in england a gong farmer yeah i don't know why i didn't go into that um they worked during the evening hours so that they would not offend others with their disgusting job duties. The medieval toilet... Uh, Man, that's toilet- a shitty job. Yeah. <laughs> huh? The medieval toilet would be a wooden bench uh, above a stone hole where gravity did most of the work in guiding the waste to its intended location. Some royals found that building toilets with shafts that led outside would be an easy way for unwanted guests to enter the castles. Did you imagine, like shimmying up a poop shaft oh. <laughs> it's like, oh. yeah that sounds so you awful. can rob some jewels from some king i mean that's some serious motivation yeah if Ugh. you're down to do that if you successfully do that yeah you, you've earned it yeah i feel like you deserve what if the what bathroom started smelling really bad and they're like this is unusual and there was like a dead guy just wedged in the poop shaft oh god i know this is a this is a really gross subject. This is a really gross subject. I'm sorry. First thing early in the morning. I know. I'm I, drinking coffee over here. Yeah. Well, so I mean, this all goes hand in hand with toilets. So well, clearly, yeah. Yeah. It's the main purpose. Yeah. Okay. Um. So anyway, some castles were built in such a way that the waste would be jetted out over steep cliffs or into oceans. Medieval bathrooms smelled awful, and Sometimes there would be no doors, so the smell... Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a sentence. Medieval bathrooms smelled awful, and because of that, there would usually be dried herbs hanging to distract uh, one from the smell. Just smelled like ass and sage. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And sometimes there would be no doors, so the smell would not linger. So it was just wide open. Yeah, so instead of lingering around you, it would just linger around everyone else mm. in the vicinity of the area. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. I, bet, I hope these were far away from the medieval feasts. Ew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, local farmers would often collect human waste and use it as fertilizer. Mm, okay. The worst part well, of- that's me- resourceful. Yeah, <laughs> that's also so gross. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's, these potatoes It's were... like the Martian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, these are Matt Damon shit potatoes. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part of medieval bathrooms would have to be the toilet paper, which was just a handful of hay. Ooh, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. Oh, that's like, literally, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, wow. Yeah. A handful of hay. Yeah. Do you think they sold hay bales at Costco in the medieval times? I think so, yeah. yeah. All right, well, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. See, okay, the apocalypse yeah. must smell terrible. But pretty much every time in history up yeah. until modern times must have smelled even worse. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we're very, these are things that we in modern times take, it, take, take for granted yeah, for there sure. There you go. Yeah. There's so many things I complain about. I got to stop complaining. You got, you really do. Because at least I don't got to dump into a 40 foot shaft that smells terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And wipe with hay. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, never complain about a public bathroom ever again. Right. How pissed would you be though if you were on a road trip and you like, you had to use, a public toilet, like at a gas station, mm-hmm. and instead of toilet paper, there was just a bale of hay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good thing medieval times the restaurant didn't go so far as to have like medieval bathrooms. Oh, that would have been overcommitment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just a wooden hole yeah. with some hay. Yeah, and some guy down there scooping everything oh, up. Dude, and you're like, hey, you're out of toilet paper. And they're like, we don't. What is toilet paper? <laughs> yes. There's plenty of hay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, in Italy, there were public restrooms in the ancient days, and these consisted of about 20 holes in the stone, all side by side, so you could move your bowels with your pals. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's just a, a fun... bunch of people just lined up next to each other. Just group dumping. Yeah. Toilet paper. And I wonder that... what the stigma, like, I wonder if it was like, you know, because there are certain things that, that like, back in the day weren't weird that yeah. now are weird. Yeah. I wonder if that was like a weird thing. Like if people were like, they were like, no, I want to do that in private. Or they were like, no, I got to I yeah. got to take a shit. So, yeah, I'm just going to go next to what's up. What's I, I'm town, sure there were Roman name. I'm, uh, See, Vesuvi- no. Vesuvi- no, that's the volcano. We're, we're never going to. Thaddeus. <laughs> it's always I Thaddeus. <laughs> I don't know. Um, OK, so I actually wonder if there was like that one person that like chose the hole at the very end because they were like, I don't want to sit next to everyone. Yeah. Maybe they had like social well, that's anxiety. Well, that's the rule in the men's room. If there's if there's you know x amount of open urinals, you always leave space. Uh, Unless know. you have no choice. If you're at like a football game, you know, or yeah. a baseball stadium or whatever, hmm. you got to do it. Oh, you you got to do what? I mean, you have if there's only one urinal in between a bunch of other. Oh dudes, well, you yeah, do obviously. It. Otherwise, the rule you is do? you leave a space. Okay. Yeah. Um, toilet paper in that time was a community sponge on a stick that was passed around. Oh, community sponge. Yeah, I don't know. Shared? I guess. Shared ass wiping now, apparatus? It, do, it didn't specify in the article I read whether it was, like, cleaned between people. So I'm not really sure. Oh, man, that'd be a terrible job, too. What is a sponge too? made out of back then? I don't know. It's yeah. probably a rag on a stick. Hey, It's just everything. It's just hay. <laughs> <Yeah. hay. laughs> uh, Queen Elizabeth I had a nephew named Sir John Harrington of Somerset, who was banished from her court. John. John. That's the an toilet. old name. The toilet. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, banished from her court for writing risque stories. In 1596, while he was bored in exile, he began to fantasize about an invention of a flushing toilet. His toilet was the first... That's a, that's a fantasy. Yeah, he's like, gosh, I wish this <laughs> He's would... just sitting there like, if only I could just yeah. <laughs> find a way to just have a toilet that flushes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, his toilet was the first flushing toilet with a large straight pipe for discharging waste. He called the toilet the Ajax, which is interesting because I didn't even put two and two together that his name was John. Yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. Well, because I have I have a joke about that. Yeah, I know. my middle name is John. Yeah. Um, and someone told me the other day at the show, they were like, oh, you know why that is, right? Or they call it the crapper because mm-hmm. there's, there's some guy named John Crapper who like kind of invented the modern day toilet maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll get into that. But um, yeah, the John. Yeah. The toilet consisted of this is John Harrington's toilet consisted of water of a water closet with a pan and an opening at the bottom. It had handles, levers and weights and poured in water from a cistern. I think that's how you say that. Queen Elizabeth loved his invention so much that she wanted one built in her own house. The chamber pot was another form of toilet that could be used inside the house or at your bedside. Once a person was done using this, oftentimes it would be dumped outside through an open window onto the streets. The French had a term for warning passers-by about oncoming waste called garden loo. Uh, the term loo may have come from this phrase. Oh, the loo. Yeah, and mm. I'm sure they said that a lot better than I did, but like garden loo. Garden loo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you did better than I did. Anna, we don't speak French. We don't speak French. Uh, the Victorians had discovered that toilets could flush with greater velocity when gravity forced the water into the bowl. Isn't that kind of the craziest thing about it? Is it's such like a, 
it's not like an insane contraption or an invention. It's just like we figured the physics allow yeah. this to happen. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, they mounted tanks above the toilet on the wall uh, with a cord for flushing, with a pull cord for flushing. Have you ever seen those kinds of toilets? Have you ever wondered in like old, because I love just like anything old, old mm -hmm. houses, old mm -hmm. ways of life. And I always wondered about the like tank that was up high and that little pull cord. I was always like, what is this? Why do they do that? Have you ever seen know. those? I don't think so. No. Really? Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I always wondered what that was. And now I know. Now you know. Yeah. It was a Victorian style. Uh, you the and Victorian yeah, style. Love, love the Victorians. That. The first bathroom showroom was opened during the Victorian era, era in 1866 by a man named Thomas Crapper. Crapper. Yeah. Oh, so, Thomas Crapper. Thomas Crapper. And uh, so actually what he did is he That's was... That's funny. So the guy that told me that was wrong. He said it was John Crapper. It's not John. It's he Thomas. He said That's why they call it the John. No. Well, that guy didn't do his research. No, he did not. Um, so, trying to correct my jokes or uh, give me pointers on it. Yeah, no, Thomas. Um, so what Thomas did was actually something no one else had done. Like everyone had toilets in their house in the 1800s. By the way, this is also, I believe, in England. So yeah, that, that was a little different in mm -hmm. America. People were still living like, I don't know. Savages. I, I almost yeah. said that, but then yeah. I was like, is that like a not a... Oh yeah, I think maybe you're not supposed to... Well, yeah, I, I think, think you're not supposed know. to say it in certain terms. Yeah, well, not towards Native Americans for sure. Well, I didn't um, say that. No, I know you didn't. I'm just saying I think that's how you're not supposed to say it. It's okay. The 11 people who are going to hear this podcast, <laughs> I don't think they're going to cancel us. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I, this is not part of my notes, but so he, uh, Thomas Crapper, um, was the one that was like, let's have a showroom so we can show people like different varieties. He was like the first Home Depot. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. There's a Home Depot. There's a toilet aisle in Home there's, Depot. There is. Yes. Um, and so he uh, had a showroom and so at first people were like, this is not okay. Yeah. This is, these are private things that yeah. we should not all be like, you know, gazing at together. And right. it became the norm. Yeah. And so he's, he's the guy that kind of like made it like normal to go and pick your toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. In 1854, toilets had a flushing rim system, much like today, to help clear out waste from the sides of the toilet. So that has stuck around ever since. 1860s, you said? Uh, 1864? 1854. 1854. Mm -hmm. uh, the outhouse was a big hit in American homes that had no indoor plumbing. These were made by digging a deep hole in the ground, then building a small shed with a toilet seat. Outhouses were found in most rural American homes into the 1930s until electricity came into rural parts of the country along with plumbing. Yeah, that was that was something I was going to say. It's interesting thing is like, okay, like plumbing and toilets have been around mm -hmm. for a lot long. Because like you, you always see like, uh, I don't know, they'll show like old New York stuff, like old Irish families or whatever mm -hmm. in like the early 1900s. And they all had like chamber pots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cham just, the chamber pot was a huge. Right. And they part just like dumped it out into the street. Yes. But like toilets and and modern plumbing mm -hmm. have been around since way before that. But yes. it just took a while to catch up to everywhere. Yeah. Well, because America was so new and right. everywhere else was so old. Right. Um, that yeah, it took a long time for that infrastructure to be put in place. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, in today's world, you can get fancy toilets with seat warmers, Bluetooth speakers, bidets, motion-activated lids, and so on. I don't see why you would need a Bluetooth speaker. I don't either. I mean, You're how like, long are you in there for? Yeah, I don't know. Do you really need to like take a dump to Duran Duran? I actually out of think toilet? it would be kind of cool if you if you had it so that you turned your light switch on and like nice classical music played, like at the at the moment the light switch went on. As soon as it hits the water, it's just like dun 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 dun. dun. I actually pictured the light switch that was 
Okay, well, that's less toilet and that's just bathroom. Feature. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's not toilet related actually at all. Not at I all. I just think it would set the tone for like a nice, I don't know, you're going to take a bubble bath. You don't have to do anything. You're just turning right. the light on. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess one day we'll have to get that when we get a colorful toilet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My sources are familyhandyman.com, allthatsinteresting.com, and historic slash or dash uk.com. All right. Yeah. Toilets. Toilets. Very interesting. Yeah. Been around for a lot longer than I guess I realized. Yeah. Um, and I'll look something up while you're talking. Very happy that we have them. Yeah. I'm very, very happy that those are standard. Aren't you glad we're not still using the chamber pot? Oh, so happy, dude. Yeah. So happy. You know, it's interesting because, like, there's so many things that we could just, like, microanalyze for the, the modern world that we live in and complain about. Mm -hmm. But, like, we have, we got running water, we got toilets, we got modern day plumbing. All that stuff, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Those are things that we don't even think about. But if you were to remove them, oh, man, that's awful. Yeah. Like, if you've ever if you've ever traveled a great deal or you've been on the road in between, road, you know, rest stops or gas stations. Yeah, I mean, road trips, stuff like that. Yeah, yes. being deprived of those basic things sometimes, yes. then you start to realize, like, yeah. how great it is that we just have those things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, even to, like, someone... We don't need, we take we take running water for granted. Oh, I actually thought about We just flip a little about, handle yes. and water just comes out. I, like yes. I don't even know where it comes from. It's I just there. I took a nice long hot shower the other day and <clears throat> I actually thought about that cuz I watched 90 Day Fiance and there's a girl that lives in the Philippines and mm -hmm. she's on like the newest season mm -hmm. and she bathes from a bucket. Yeah. And it's really sad that like some people have to live like that, and we're over here just, like, taking, like, you know, 45-minute hot showers, not even realizing that, like, that's a luxury. Like, mm -hmm. some people don't get to experience that at all. Oh, 100%. Well, one mm -hmm. thing that I learned when I did Vans Warp Tour, um, <clears throat> throughout the entire tour, we were raising money for access to clean water mm -hmm. for people throughout the world, and we actually raised enough money to build a well in Ghana, in Africa. Ooh. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good. Um, and I learned a lot about that. I did a I did an interview on the radio about it in Seattle. It was um over six hundred million people across the world that didn't have access. Do not have wow. access, daily access to wow. fresh clean water. Six hundred million people. I, that's double the population of the United States. I I find that to be so sad that there are some people that are so, so, so rich and they could help solve and it's not their like it's not their um, responsibility, but mm -hmm. Gosh, wouldn't it be nice to like have some kind of con contribution to humanity if you had that kind of money? Well, there are a few people that do that. Bill Gates famously has a very large organization in which he um, he builds toilets to really yeah builds toilets See, that's in awesome. underprivileged um, countries and communities across the world. That is such a big thing, though. Like yeah. people don't realize like that's <clears throat> a huge deal having like a nice toilet to use. Plumbing, just yeah, in general. Plumbing, yeah. yeah, and that's that's one of his things. One of his things is he. A lot of people, you know, they claim he's this evil whatever guy. There's like conspiracy theories. Lots and stuff. of them. Yeah. He's out there building toilets in Africa. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I don't see all these. That's people, pretty admirable. These other people claiming conspiracy theories. Who they're not out building is toilets. E is Elon Musk out there building toilets? Is Jeff Bezos building toilets? Or are they just changing the names of Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. All right, let's okay. do it. Fun fact. This is a very short fun fact. The word bidet comes from the French word that means small horse or pony. Small horse. Yeah, I guess. 
Uh, this is because. Can of the you just have this small horse clean my ass a little bit more thoroughly? <laughs> that's, that's what a bidet does. That's weird. You've never used a bidet, huh? Never used never. a bidet. No, I never had an opportunity to. I've never been in a, an environment that has one. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I my know. grandma literally was like, have you used the bidet? Have you used it yet? Mm -hmm. You've got to use the bidet. Yeah. Finally, one time I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the bidet, grandma. Yeah, yeah. So I did. And I was like, it was actually kind of chill. Have you heard about those crazy Japanese ones? I don't know. They're, they've got like all the bells and whistles. They're supposedly <laughs> like the best kind. What but they're they, like the real ones. It's not like one that you like a little thing that you install like on your toilet seat. Oh, it's yeah. Like they the have whole ones thing. that are built in. There's also the bidet that's like um that's not attached to your toilet. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen bathrooms where there's like another little porcelain I have like bowl thingy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those ones can be used to clean yourself afterwards. They can also be used to like clean your feet mm. and stuff. So Okay. Yeah. Um this the horse and pony whatever thing. Uh this is because of the bidet's size and stature. And because traditional bidets look like a small porcelain horse, which a person would squat over. Okay. My sources are bidetgenius.com and wikipedia.com. All right. That truly was just a fun fact. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of the fun facts we do are like a little additional deep dive into yeah, something. Yeah, they are a little yeah. bit sometimes. Yeah. That was just a fun little fact. Yeah. Right there. Yep. Bidet. The pony. Yeah. The pony. We got to get a pony. We got to get it. I actually wouldn't mind getting a pony. I, I We're talking the bidet here. We're not talking a real the pony, bidet, right? yes. Because I well, feel like you wouldn't, wouldn't mind, mind getting an actual pony too. Both. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I guess. The first things that we need to get if and when we ever come into money, cool, fancy designer toilet, mm -hmm. uh, uh, a pony yeah, within the actual bidet and yeah. an actual pony. Yeah. 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 And then my wife. And a light switch that does like Mozart, like the moment you turn on the light. Okay. So all I got to do is get those things. Yeah. And my wife will be happy. Finally. Oh, heated seats are kind of cool too. Well, that's those, the Japanese ones. They have all these like. Crazy uh, heated seats. The, uh, it doesn't know. get cold enough here, actually, so that's a little ridiculous. I, w I don't think I would like a heated seat. I have no idea. Actually, that's a Every time okay. you sit down yes. on a warm toilet yes. seat, it is not a fun feeling. Well, because you know someone else's someone butt warmed else it, which is just, disturbing. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I that's feel violated fun. whenever yeah. that happens. I'm like, ah, oh, that's I want a cold. Like, give me a cold toilet seat. Yes, I know that way I know it's fresh. It's fresh. It, yeah. hasn't, been, it hasn't been bare ass <laughs> yeah. sat on yes. recently. So gross. That's the worst. When yeah. you sit down and you're like, oh, someone else just did this to Yes, you. yes. Yeah. And you don't know that person. No. Mystery. Yeah. Well, I mean, I use the toilet seat Warm things. mystery Also, ass. depending on the bathroom, mm -hmm. like public bathrooms, um, I'll squat over that. I'll hover over that toilet oh, yeah. seat because like, I'm like, no, this is. Well, that's that's one thing where women have a disadvantage as far as men are yeah, concerned. Yeah, we know. I do my best to not have to use a public toilet in that regard. Well, if it's going to be a real a quick pee, <clears throat> but, I mean, sometimes if you are, you know, in your monthly whatever yeah. for a woman, mm -hmm. you have no choice and you have to sit down. Sure. Because it's hard to do all that without sitting. But I can only imagine. Yeah. That's all I can do yeah. is just imagine. But for me, I get to use a urinal. Which is nice. Lucky you. I would have liked some information on the urinal. That's a slightly oh, different invention. It is. It's a uh, toilet, but it's a variation. I did see one thing about <clears throat> a urinal that was um, very old. It was, uh, I think, sometime in the 1800s, maybe even late 17s, but probably 18, because I don't think they had anything like that in the 1700s. Um, and it's still mm -hmm. in Scotland, and it's beautiful. It was yeah. it was crafted beautifully, and it's still in working order, and it's really cool. And it's actually like this like round thing mm -hmm. in the middle and there's urinals all around it yeah which is kind of cool interesting yeah so there's the 
some weird things about urinals that I think obviously women are not aware of. There's various different types and styles or whatever, and mm. some of them are like just real bad. Just you get splash back, Ew, which really? is disgusting. Yeah, gross. And then some places, some places like uh, like older baseball stadiums, for example. It's just a trough. Ew, what? A community, like a trough with no doors or anything, and everyone is Are just- Are you kidding? I swear to God, I'm I've not making that up. I've never heard of something like that. And then that. in places like like Tijuana, mm-hmm. like when you go to Tijuana, same thing. Troughs? Troughs. Really? Trough, but they wow. fill it with ice. Why? Apparently, the ice has something to do with like- smell? The smell, and also, it because it melts naturally, it's like naturally flushes. Oh, yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well- but there's nothing worse than the trough. Yeah. The trough is Weird. just... Weird. I oh. didn't know anything about that. Also, I think the reason I, I didn't go into the urinal section of mm-hmm. toilets is because I'm a girl. Yeah. And I don't... That's not my life. I don't ever deal with a urinal, so right. I didn't even think twice about it. Right. Yeah. It's a difference. Somebody diff- texting both of us? Oh, my mom's calling me. Oh. oh we'll call her back. Nancy, we're recording <clears throat> our podcast. We're recording a podcast. Okay. Um. All right. Well, that's it. Toilets. Toilets. Bidets, ponies, Bidets, the ponies, pony. the pony. I think the, the name will be something pony related. Okay. I don't know. I guess we'll figure that out. But um, I think we probably just lost all the room on that memory card over there. I think I heard a camera shut off. So I, I guess know. it's time for us to wrap, wrap it up. It up. Um, thank you all for listening. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Please follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcast. And uh, follow us on Instagram at According to My Wife. You can follow me at Rick Martinelli Comedy. You can follow Babs at Babs.Martinelli. And if you would like to come check out any of my stand-up comedy dates, please go to RickMartinelliComedy.com and come see me tell jokes about the John because I got some. Oh, and the John is because of Queen Elizabeth's nephew, not not, not Thomas the Crapper. It's right. Yeah. yeah that that's is right. why they call it the Crapper. And I think that's yeah. why they call it taking a crap. Oh, whoa, yes, whoa. We're just, we're uncovering gems over here. We sure are. Yeah, all right, all right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.